Welcome to the Opinion Combination Podcast. Guys, you ready to talk a little wrestling again? Uh, kind of resume after a two-week hiatus, pretty much, with uh, everything that's going on? I'm ready to go. Absolutely. We, uh, after, the, after the state tournament, uh, busy week then, and we're ready. Yeah, I, Big Ten uh, uh, released their pre-seeds earlier this week. Um, and, and I don't know, I'm not really uh, too surprised with with how things uh, kind of played out there. Um, you know, Iowa has uh, leads the way with four number ones. Uh, Spencer Lee, uh, Jaden Ironman at 41, Marinelli at 65, Temer at 74. Um, you know, uh, nine out of the ten, uh, third or better. Uh, of course, the Big Ten uh, are getting 76 automatic qualifiers uh, this year. Um, let's see. I think uh, the majority of them getting seven, a couple with uh, six, and then one with five. Um, now, now so. I have to say, KJ, that's very confusing <laughs> because the NCAA and wrestling, they seem to make nothing easy. And I thought the same thing that, that, that there was seven and that sort of thing. But if you if you look at the qualifiers, there's a there's a line below it that says the automatic qualifiers, and then the and then the uh, um, then it has doesn't count the champion for some reason. So you have to add in the champion to each one of those totals. Ah. So so I it's actually so it's there's actually one more than what states on that. I. Yeah, I did not realize that. Yeah, you know. So why why wouldn't you just go with the bigger number and include them in the automatic qualifier? So instead of seven at one twenty-five, you'd make it eight. What? Yeah. Why? What's the point of that? Well, it's the NCAA, right? No reason. (laughs) Come on, really, make jeez. So there's so add one one to those numbers. You know, you can see down below the automatic qualifier, and then the you add, then you add that one additional one. It's like come okay. On. Now what I what I pulled up was eight qualifiers for one for one twenty five. Is that the correct number or is it nine then? It's eight. Okay, because what I so at one eighty four you have eight qualifiers. Uh, at one eighty four you have eight seven plus one. Okay. Because that's what I pulled up was was what actually is qualified. Right. All of the weights are eight, with the exception of forty nine, which is seven. Ninety seven is six, and and uh, two eighty five is seven. So if I'm reading that right, but it's, yeah, because it's the pre allocation, and then you have your automatic qualifiers, which are the champions, and it's like, come on. So, uh, so when you look at yeah. that chart, add one to every number on that chart. That's the champion. So, wow. So. Yeah, no, nothing, nothing, nothing's easy. Um, with the NCAA. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, you know, uh, looks to be uh, Iowa's to lose again. Iowa's going for their 37th Big Ten title. Um, you know, Penn State, uh, Michigan, two teams that uh, are probably right – be right up there. Penn State has a couple weights where, you know, if you just if you just look at uh, uh, 
how things would play out, you know, say 25, uh, for instance, Spencer Lee outscoring Robert Howard by 20 team points is not out of the question. Um, that's hard. That's hard to make up for, for Penn State because it, there aren't going to be very many instances where Penn State, a Penn State wrestler is going to outscore an Iowa wrestler by 20 points in another weight class. And of course, they have another uh, drop off, uh, I think at 49 as well with Bo Bartlett um, and Max Murin. Uh Michigan, uh, you know, they're uh, not having Stephen Mitchich. Uh, at 33, uh, really changes the complexion of of uh, of their team title hopes. I think, um, you know, that's a tough one there. Even though Jeff Medley is seated sixth at 133, you know, I, I mean, do you guys see this is pretty much Iowa's to lose, and even as good as Penn State, Michigan could be. It's still probably. Not enough. I I'd agree with you with uh, you know because even if you go by the seeds alone, um, you know Iowa's way out in front, and they would really have to fall on their face. Uh, and and you know how how is uh, uh, somebody like your your third seed going to fall off the off the pace and not score very many points? Um, you know, and, and even Nelson at, at 84, uh, could very well qualify and get some, some big points out of that. So, um, I, and with Mitchich out, it's, um, uh, just a big point difference. Right. It's not even close. And it's, I mean, the seeds were very generous to Iowa, but I think they were accurate. You know, I don't see any that, I mean, I didn't dig into it you know, up to my neck and look at it, but, but uh, Iowa seems to be that much better, at least individually, they, they, the kids of the Iowa wrestlers have beaten some other kids in the, in the conference to, to merit that. Now at 149, KJ, you brought that up uh, between Iowa and the Ohio State, I mean, uh, Penn State. Uh, Penn State's Bartlett is, is actually, he's seated 11th, but he's six and one on the year and his only loss is the Sasso. So that's a little bit deceiving. He's he has a great record, but he hasn't wrestled any of the guys above him. So it's sure. just one of those things that he fell there. So that's kind of a question mark for me. I don't know. I you know Penn State, if they're throwing someone out on the mat, you know it's a quality wrestler. And uh, and so if he's the 11 seed, I gotta believe he's in a better mat. But he, I don't know that he can make it up. Well, so. I think 149. This can kind of roll into the next question I have for you guys. I think 149 is one of those weight classes that could be really fun to watch uh, when you're looking at somebody like King store, Michael Blockus being the five and six seed, uh, you know, Van Brill from Rutgers, Ridge Lovett from Nebraska. Um, you know, uh, you mentioned Bartlett being six and one as the 11 seed. Uh, Peyton uh, Omania, I can't remember uh, who he had the big uh, uh, win and pin against uh, for Michigan State. Uh, so that's a that's one where the seeds you could pretty much you could see that finish in just about any order in the the top ten, top twelve, couldn't you? 
And some of them are saying that's the toughest weight. My personal opinion is the toughest weight is the weight that has the toughest guy in the tournament. <laughs> you know, it doesn't have to be. Th this is probably the most balanced weight, I think. Sure, sure. So you're exactly right. I agree 100% with you that it could, it could, you know, the, these seeds are just placing them on the bracket. It's not, I don't think, how it's going to finish at all. I'd be very, very surprised if it did. And, uh, you know, Blackus has been up and down a little bit this year from what I've noticed. And uh, and stores been wrestled pretty solid. You mentioned those names, so what? Well, I, I agree. I, I think forty nine, fifty seven also could be a fun one too. And then eighty four, ninety seven, and uh, you know, so those, there's some fun weights to, to look at and watch. See how it goes this weekend. You know, and he, and even with Marin, uh, when he wrestled Sasso, you know, until he got caught in that scramble situation. Um, he he's in that match, so I'll, I guess I what I'm saying is I'd agree with you guys. It's kind of a, a toss up weight, right? I think Sasso's probably out in front, at least at this point in time, and then after that, it's everyone else. But not that he's a clear cut favorite to, uh, to win it, but but uh, he's certainly I think out in front. But he's that scrambler type of wrestler. Doesn't do a whole lot, and then he gets in those scrambles, and then it's hard to take him down a finish on. Yeah. Yeah, and I tell you what, when you have uh, you have guys like Perry out from uh, Purdue and Yaya Thomas uh, from Northwestern, um, you know there there's not it's not just uh, hey let's pencil him let's just pencil Sasso in um, in the finals. It's going to be a a chore in the semis for for anybody uh, to get on the. Sunday's championship and uh, speaking of the semis I think the one that can be really really fun um, is 141 where you've got Ironman uh, the top seed you've got Nick Lee the number two Sebastian Rivera now at Rutgers the number three and then you've got Chad Red uh, from Nebraska at number four um, I you know what I'll be honest with you I could see that going one, two, three, four. I could see it go four, three, two, one, um, or any any other uh, mix up of those four numbers. To be honest with you, I, I know Ironman's uh, looked really good, but you know Chad Red uh, came out and got a takedown against him right away. Um, he hasn't seen Leah Rivera yet. Uh, of course, we know their resumes. Uh, <laughs> those four uh, make it to the the semis, uh, those could be fun, and then the championship uh, as well. Right. I, I, my opinion is this. I, I think I've, I've watched Red a little bit this year, and I'm, I've always been a big Red fan. <laughs> Not since – well, that too. Uh, but uh, uh, I think he's a great wrestler. But I just – I don't know that he's up with those other three. So to me, I I'm going to pull him down, in my opinion, down just a little bit, and Ironman and Ironman up. So then, you know, it's I just think Ironman's his first year wearing that Hawkeye, Hawkeye singlet, and I think he's just going to be wanting to do it. And I, I don't think I don't see him struggling there, even though those Lee and Rivera are great wrestlers. Rivera was he the champ at, at 33 last year? Uh, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, he's he bumped up, and I'm pretty sure he was champ last year at 33. So, I mean, obviously, quality Russell is there. And it, 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 in my opinion, Lee or Rivera can beat Ireland. Ireland. I just don't think they will. That's me. <laughs> yeah, Sebastian uh, Rivera won the 133 pound title 
uh, his last season with Northwestern. Right, because he was because uh, that was at at Rutgers because he's a Jersey boy and right, right beat Seth Gross in the finals, I think. Right, right. Take down late or maybe even an OT if I remember that. Right, right. Uh, one of the things, uh, too, I'm going to be featuring uh, Alex Marinelli um, for our uh, Iowa preview here this weekend. Um, you know, only 2-0 and uh, coming into the championships. Um, he's looking to become Iowa's first a uh, wrestler to win three consecutive titles since T.J. Williams did it uh, from 1999 to 2001. One, I was surprised he that's how long it's been since Iowa's had uh, a three-time conference champion. Um, second of all, you know, only two regular season matches, but, uh, you know, it, it, is that enough? I mean, is that uh, enough for – for him to be at the level he's wrestled the last two Big Ten tournaments? I, I, think, yes, but I, think, I think it is, um, only because of the practice room. Um, I, you, you know, you sometimes wonder about your your timing um, uh, on, on your mat, but I think in the room itself, I think you, especially maybe at Iowa or at your Division One schools, um, I think you have... Uh, uh, enough workout partners to get that down that I, I don't see uh, other than you haven't wrestled anybody and know their style, but uh, I, I think they're ready. I, I think two matches is enough. Yeah. And if you, you know, the, the, the issue there might be that conditioning and not necessarily conditioning, but nerves, you know, and, and getting that under control, but, but I was a veteran team really. For the most part, and so they've been through it before, and and uh, you know I don't see that as an issue. So. You know the one thing I'll even go so far as to say I think for Marinelli it might be a benefit. He is such a physical wrestler, and I don't know if he's ever really been a hundred percent at the end of the season just because he's such a physical guy, uh, and it takes it takes the toll. I mean, it takes the toll on the body. Uh, and I think for Marinelli, we might see somebody that's as fresh as he's been in the postseason, um, you know, the last couple of years. And, you know, that only having two regular season matches and, and stuff, it, it could be uh, more uh, benefit than uh, than problem uh, for somebody like that. I kind of see his weight class as being – to me, he's heads and above everyone else when he's on, and so. Right. And the other thing is, you know, he's, you know, speaking of uh, of uh, being uh, phys so physical, you know, he's probably got less than, what, eight matches in his career left. Yeah. Yeah. Even though he might be back uh, right. next year. Uh, but, yeah, like you said, uh in the in the postseason, he's not. Or I'm sorry, the press conference uh, earlier this week. You know, uh, I asked him about a third Big Ten title, and obviously that's not his goal. But you know, he knows uh, nine matches, nine matches uh, from now to being a national champ, and that's what he's focused on. Uh, going one to no nine straight times, pretty much. Um, so 
you know, he realizes kind of where they're at. Um, and it'll be interesting to see how, you know, Iowa hasn't wrestled for a month. And even a couple of those weeks or a week and a half, uh, they weren't practicing together um, at Carver. So it'll be interesting to see how it goes, but I don't think it's going to be uh, a stumbling block uh, this weekend at all or this postseason. Okay, so I had a question for you guys, and this might be a good time to insert it since we've kind of dissected a few of the weights here. So yep. of, the, of the 10 number one seeds in the tournament, which one do you think has the greater potential to not be a champ? Like, for instance, I'm guessing you're not going to say Spencer Lee or maybe even uh, Steve. Stable. Yeah, so I mean, I'm gonna probably, so maybe we're down to eight now. And maybe there's a couple others in there as well. But uh, have you had a, does anyone, like, for instance, I'll, I'll go kind of some of my thoughts. I thought, I'm a, I have to say I'm a little nervous at 49. I don't know why I don't have any basis for it. I just just feel like you know that I'm not actually I'm not uh, not 49. I mean, uh, um, I guess the potentials. Let's go with that. Potentials are 33, 49, 57, 84, 97. Slight potential at 41, like we talked about. And some people are I don't know who's saying. But I've been, I've been reading. Some people are saying that 74, and I'm saying no way it's 74 personally, but with camera, but. Uh, so I'm going to, I guess, I'm going to go with 84. That's my pick, 84. I don't think Brooks is going to be the guy that can do it. We'll see. Really? It's a ye. For me, I think 197. Ah, KJ, you took mine. Uh, okay, well, you can have Schultz. You can have <laughs> No, you can finish. Well, I was just going to say, not necessarily because the field is, is extremely deep, um, but, uh, I, I think the, the gap between Schultz, uh, Miles Amin, Warner, and even Caffey, I don't think there's much of a gap there. Um, and the one, the one person I probably like more than anybody's Miles Amin, um, being, being up a weight, uh, I don't think is a problem. Um, but I, I, for some reason, uh, I, I just see him coming out on top, and, and that would just uh, take Schultz out of the mix then. Yeah, and, and I went with 97 as well. Um, uh, I, I guess I just kind of like you, KJ, I just think all three of them were so so even um, that I think any of them could come out of that. Um, my, actually, my second choice then was 57 uh, with, um, you know, with them, I guess the top three with Lee Young and Deacon. So um, uh, I just think that could be a, another one of those toss-ups for me. Right. And with 97, they, they tend to wrestle thing matches close. So when mm -hmm. that happens, anything can happen. So in 57, when you have that, those quality of kids, same, same situation, get to the end and any, anyone can win it. So. Now, and, and hasn't Young uh, beat Deacon out the last few times? Not that, not that uh, it would make a difference this year, but that's been a couple years ago. Yeah, he, he beat him by tiebreaker, I think, in the tournament last year. maybe two, year, two years ago, he beat him in a tiebreaker two times. Was it? Okay. Was that Deacon you're talking about? 
Yeah, was wasn't that young and deacon? Yeah, and then and then so he's beaten him, but that was a couple of years ago, I guess. Right, right. right. And then he, he beat Lee in the tiebreaker, I think, last year. So uh, so that very possible. But Caleb and he's been he's been wrestling a little bit more wide open, more offensive mm -hmm. this year. So that bodes bodes well. But if he tightens up and goes back to keeping it close, again anything can happen. So, so I'll switch it on you. Who is who is your sleeper? Somebody maybe not in the top uh, top three or or four seeds that you could see uh, being in the finals or winning it uh, come this weekend. Hmm. Hmm. Being in the finals or winning it, whichever whichever one you feel uh, comfortable mentioning. I'll start if you want me to. Yeah, go ahead. I'll say Taylor Venn's at 84. Oh, I just picked him. Okay. <laughs> Good choice. Okay. You guys, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just budging ahead and taking everybody's answers here. I'm sorry, but. Uh, We're thinking alike. You know, um, and to be honest with you, um, going back to, to 149, you know, I I could see, you know, somebody like, uh, you know, maybe a Ridge Lovett uh, kind of sneaking through mm -hmm. or or something to, you know. Uh, I know I said top three, you know, Kendall Coleman from Purdue is somebody at 57 that, uh, you know, could, could upset the apple cart uh, for somebody as well. Yeah, like like your '97 as well. That could be, you know, Davison's not wrestling bad for Northwestern. Huh? Um, you know whether he could make the finals or not. You know he'd have to go through uh, go through a couple guys, but uh, it would Schultz still... keeps everything so close. Right. Schultz keeps everything close. Seeing, you know, and he comes out on top most of the time, which is a, a tribute to him. But you know, sometimes you live by that sword, you you die by it too. Well, just glancing at it here, since you asked that, I'm going to have to, I might have two picks, kind of outside picks, maybe Massa at 74, slipping into the final. Yeah. And then maybe uh, at 33, it's just, there's two or three right at the top there. Maybe, I hope, you know, hope not, but Alvarez, Alvarez uh, maybe. I don't know, he's not a bad wrestler, that's for sure, so. Gotcha. So, um, and of course, uh, people that want to watch uh, this weekend, um, let's see, I had the uh, press release. It was going to be uh, quite a bit on BTN um, this weekend. Uh, so you'd be able to watch uh, a lot of that. Okay. Um, I have a question here for you guys. Which Iowa Hawkeye? I mean, it's one's an obvious uh, a pick, but which of the of the six Iowa Hawkeyes do you see the, with the best potential to wrestle above their seed? And obviously, when you're high seeded, second and third, one jump is pretty significant. Mm -hmm. Obviously, Nelson is the, the the easy pick there. 
maybe I'll leave Nelson out and go to, with the other five. Which of those five do you, do you see? Boy, uh, I, I guess my my first thought uh, is Warner. That would be mine too. Uh, you know, the other one, and I, and I know it's, he's a two seed, but you know, we're not talking about Austin DeSanto winning at thirty three much. And you know, he 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 was on a tear when he he was on the mat. Um, you know his style. Um, you know he's still going to be in shape, and the accelerator is going to be, uh, you know, pressed all the way down, full speed. Is that going to affect things? You know, he's somebody that it wouldn't surprise me. Let's go around if if he won, and, and maybe got a little revenge against the uh, RBY. But I would you know, just. I guess my first choice would be Warner. Uh, finishing higher than third, making the finals. And I was just going to ask, would uh, his last match with uh, uh, Bravo Young have an effect on uh, on the tournament with him? If, well, if if they would match up, he's he's more than capable of winning it. I, I'm going to go with Young at 57. I'd like to see him step up one and win it. So, I mean, I'd like to see him all, but I think that's going to be my pick. I mean, it's. It's tough. I mean, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. But should be fun. Um, looks like uh, the first session, uh, which starts 9 a.m. on Saturday, will be uh, on the BTN. Uh, get the BTN uh, Network Plus as well. Uh, the second session, the semifinals, will be on uh, – uh, BTN starting at 6.30 on Saturday. Uh, then uh, BTN uh, Network Plus uh, for session three Sunday morning at 11 a.m. But the championships will be on uh, Big Ten Network starting at 3 p.m. on Sunday. So you can catch all that action there. Again, I was trying to uh, win its second straight Big Ten title, 37th uh, overall um for the hawkeyes and uh see shared would be one two two maybe fifth for brands that's uh i think i think maybe fifth total for uh teams under brands so i'm gonna go out on a limb and i think iowa has a chance to have it locked up or nearly locked up by the end of the semis do you really? I think that they, with their seeds, and if they wrestle even a little bit above them, yeah, I think they do. Yeah. yeah. That would be interesting to, to see. Um, yeah, especially with as goofy as this year has been. Well, one other question, speaking of goofy, there's, there's uh -oh. uh, every weight has 14 wrestlers with the exception of 57 that has 13, and the Rutgers team did not enter a wrestler. So I'm wondering, you know, so they don't have a replacement um, for the canard. But so my, my question is, does he have, is he right now testing positive? And if that's the case, is the NCAA going to, to, to do 
exceptions this year, the kids are not able to wrestle in their qualifying tournament because of COVID. And they're, they're, they're in the middle of the COVID protocol. Well, from my understanding that they will, they will be eligible for at-large bids so they can uh, qualify that way even if they don't compete only for uh, only because they weren't able to compete due to COVID protocol. Okay. That's my understanding. That that's the only exception. Uh, so, you know, obviously with injury defaults, you know, you've seen it uh, at various times where kids have out there with some blows, cut it. So they have, they made weight, they entered and defaulted out. So they were still eligible for the NCAs in you know the following week and a half. So my understanding is that's why this is in place for those individuals in COVID protocol to still be eligible for the NCAs, and, and that's the only. Uh, it's good. It doesn't look like it's happening much in the Big Ten here, but I don't know about the other conferences. I didn't really dig into it at all. And Iowa, and Iowa has one to answer your question before, or um, has won five titles under brands. Five, okay. All right. Eight, so this, they're going eight, for this. Eight, nine, 10, 15, and 20. Yep. All right. So interestingly, this is something that uh, doesn't have anything to do with the price of bread, but <laughs> the last time. The Big Ten Championships were in Penn State, was the year before I took over uh, at covering college wrestling. Wow, that makes me wonder. So that means I've made it through a full rotation of uh, the conference uh, sites hosting the Big Ten tournament. So that makes me wonder what the price of bread was back then. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's a that's a good question. We'll have to, <laughs> ten cents. We'll have to to ID. <laughs> ten ten cents a loaf. Uh, I'm not that old. <laughs> well, the you know the frust front uh, if that's the right word, I I can remember when it was ten cents a loaf. So. <laughs> <laughs> um. Any any other uh, party shots before we close things up? And I don't have any. Okay. I just wondered, when you shave, do you guys go from right to left, or do you work from outside to middle? Outside to middle. Outside to middle? Yep. I'm an electric oh, razor guy. <laughs> what? I'm an electric razor guy. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just, something I just noticed today that I shave from the right side to the left. I don't. I, I shaved the entire right part of my face, <laughs> chin, and then my, my left side. So do I, and then finish in the middle. Well, well see, I just go across. I, I oh. don't go across, but I start here and shave, and I just kind of work my way over. I, I'm not sure why. I just noticed that. But anyway. Well, you know, and I actually, I've been why. Oh, I've I, I just been wondering why that subject got brought up. No, I just uh, <laughs> curious. Uh, uh, might as well be a fun way to, to end things up. So, uh, all right. So for everybody uh, 
looking for wrestling action this weekend. You've got the NAIA championships uh, at where is it again, Wyatt? Where uh, you Wichita. Wichita, Kansas. Okay. Then you got uh, the Big 12s in Tulsa. Uh, you've got the Big 10s uh, in uh, State College slash Unity, uh, University Park. Um, in uh, Pennsylvania, Bryce Jordan uh, Center for Penn State. Um, we'll talk about all that next week and dissect uh, who might be heading to the NCAA tournament at the D1 level and all the results. So, again, Briggsy, thank you. Wyatt, thank you. Nathan Ford, thank you for all you do for us. And Wyatt, send us home. Let's keep wrestling on the move. <laughs>